Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 154 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt. Joins my co-host, Carlos. Yeah. How we doing? All right. All right. All right. All right. Midsummer time. Got the, the groove of summer going on, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly one month before classes start again. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Summer. Where did July go and where did June go? That's Actually, July has felt pretty long really? if I don't think about it too hard. Yeah, yeah. If I start thinking about it, it's like, well, like I didn't get a lot accomplished. A lot though. accomplished, but it did. As long as it felt longer, then that's okay. Really, yeah. that's really all that matters. Uh, what have you been up to, man? Uh, not too much. I let's see. What was it that I watched? Oh, I watched. Uh, a, well, I had been watching a couple uh, Mitchell and Webb skits that they had. Like which, Mitchell and Webb is like is a, that the was a peep show they had. Yeah, that, that, well, that, like it, yeah, they were both in that, and yeah. they were in a couple other things. Uh, but then I saw that David Mitchell was on this like a uh, panel comedy panel show called Would I Lie to You? Okay, where it's like uh, they have like uh, the the main presenter, and then they have like the two teams of like ba- various like British actors who I yep. don't re- don't recognize for the most part most of the time. But then they have like David Mitchell's always the the leader on one team. I don't rec- know the guy on the other. Do you team. like I've seen? Do you know who the host of it is? It changed at some point in time, but uh, I can't remember. Okay, yeah, there. I feel like it might. I know that in one of the episodes, like in the first series, like Peter, the guy who played uh, the Tick in the new Tick series. Oh, okay, he was in it. But uh, yeah, so like it was, uh, it was really fun. So basically, like they have to, uh, they have to like somebody gets beeped and they have to flip a card and either has like a truth from their past or a lie that on the spot have to try to convince everybody else is the truth. Okay, yeah. And I, then the I, other team tries okay. to call them on it, and it's it's really good. And they had, like, somebody had put 10 seasons up on YouTube. Oh, like, okay, okay. So I just watched, like, two and a half series worth of it. Okay, yeah, it started in 2007. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's. It, I think I've seen a few episodes of this. Rob Brydon is the guy that's on, the host now. Yeah. Okay, all right. I don't know, I just enjoy David Mitchell when he st- does stuff. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a pretty funny duo, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I... Trying to think what else I did. I don't know. I did a bunch of YouTube stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last week I went to go see two concerts. Actually, uh, one was George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic at the Varsity Theater. Uh, that was my third time seeing him, and it was George Clinton's farewell tour. I was a little bummed out because the first half of the show, the audio was kind of fucked up. Oh. So you couldn't really hear anything they were saying on stage, but you could hear every instrument just fine. So then finally, like halfway through the show, they fixed it. And then it was like an up, uphill climb trying to get the crowd back to like feeling it. Because you're like, oh, they already played two or three of the favorite songs I wanted to hear already. And you couldn't hear the vocals for Yeah. Them. So like, yeah, normally like the one song would come on and everybody would chant along with the bow wow wow the they... Yeah, and I, I guarantee they're like, why is the audience not like communicating? Like, there's something weird here. Maybe it's just a stupid audience. But then finally, they like realized like something's really weird. So they went and fiddled with something. Yeah, oh, there's the vocals right there. Look at that. Could have been this. Yeah. So I was bummed about that. But on last Friday, I went to go see Sylvan Esso. Uh, I, they randomly released more tickets last Wednesday when I was working because uh, that one sold out instantly a long time ago. But I was at the Surly Brewing, uh, oh, yeah. Surly Brewery, and they they have, like, a festival grounds there now. And uh, it fits, like, 5,500 people, I guess. And they have, like, food trucks all out there, and it's all in the grass and parking lot out there. That was really cool. Uh, yeah, uh, Sylvanesso is amazing. Both of them, both the two. Uh, but, yeah, that was my week. Otherwise, just going with the flow of things. Uh Felt like I watched a couple things, but I don't really know nothing. Oh, I remember. I re. It been. It's been quite a few years since I watched it, but I saw. I watched uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern again. I don't know what that one is. It's the. Uh, it's like it's takes the two minor characters from Hamlet, 
and then like it's like a like it was originally made as a play following these okay. two minor characters as they realize that what's going on, where are we from, and they only they only start know stuff when they end up in a conversation oh, with okay. people from Hamlet because it's really <laughs> meta because they they don't know they're in a play, right, right, and like it's uh it's Tim Roth and uh, I can't remember the guy who played uh. Uh, Commissioner Gordon, the Batman movies. Oh fuck yeah, uh, yeah that guy. Uh, da, 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 yeah, mm. uh, yeah I know. Like Gary Oldman. I, Gary Oldman, yeah. <laughs> and they're both fantastic. Yes, in it. they are both. And there's fantastic a lot actors. of good actors in wow. the. It's so the this, directing direction is kind of weird. Did they make like a film out of it then? That yeah, you yeah, they made a okay. film of it. Okay, and what's the film called? Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Okay, and how long ago was this made? Uh, early nineties. Okay, say. okay, then like, I, I, I feel like I've heard of it then. Yeah. All right, yeah, that's cool. I'll have to check that it one out. It was, it's really funny. They like, I don't know. I've never seen the play. I'm sure the like, the, I think they the director did some padding. Okay. With like adding a couple things. Well, like, yeah, whenever you're making a movie or something, kind of, yeah, have to. But like, and, like that's fine. Speaking of plays, I I was deep into Monty Python for the past two weeks actually, because uh, Netflix uh, technically has it. We'll just say technically. Uh, so I watched a whole bunch of seasons of that, and then. I was doing research on them and figuring out who everybody is. Like, I forgot Terry Jones. He did the he wrote the screenplay for Labyrinth, which I forgot all about. Yeah, I watched. The, I actually watched an interview with John Cleese uh, today too, like where he was talking about uh, Monty Python, and he uh, talked about how like when everybody was like called to do their own like their like their, own, their like collection of favorite skits, everybody chose different skits except this fish one. <laughs> where somebody like is dancing around and then hits somebody with a fish and this other guy then just slaps him with a bigger fish and knocks him the, into like the river. It was like, that was, it makes no sense. No sense. But everybody added well, it. That, but after that, I was doing like seeing their filmography and everything. And then I forgot that they did like a month long stint at the O2 Arena in London, uh, 2014. So they did a whole live show. It's called Mostly Live. And uh, I found that on online or whatever and watched it, and I rolled on the floor with laughter with that one. Uh, it was like a whole musical number, and then they'd bring out like the best skits from different times, like uh, the uh, Spanish Inquisition, that one's good. Uh, the dead parrot one, where he brings his parrot back to the pet, pet shop, and he's like, you sold me a dead parrot. Well, I got some cheese if you want some cheese. Uh, yeah, I, I laughed a lot. And just seeing the old men on stage dressed up like women again, too. and Oh, it's so funny. Uh, Monty Python. Monty Python is amazing, and uh, Terry Gilliam has a new movie coming out too, so I'm excited about that. Oh yeah, uh, Wait, that's not the uh, one based on uh, Don Quixote. Is yep. it the Don Quixote one? Yeah, it was in Cannes or whatever, Con, whatever you call that, and it doesn't have a release date yet. But I'm excited because it's got a whole bunch of really good actors in it. Actually, he always gets great actors for his weird ass movies. Uh, but music wise, what have you been listening to, man? Uh, I did not listen to any actual albums this uh since the last time I recorded. <coughs> recorded, granted, last time we recorded, I think I had like two or three albums. Yeah, it was uh, Gorillas, and then you were talking about Feist too. I think, weren't you? Uh, either way, what are you listening to now? Anyways, so I uh, I listened to a bunch of postmodern jukebox on YouTube. Yeah, this has become a really big thing lately. Uh, basically, taking modern songs and putting them into nineteen thirties, twenties jazz yeah. kind of sounds. Yeah. And like uh, they've had quite a, like I've listened to them before, and I just like I just put a whole bunch. I just would put the channel on in the background and just have it playing while I do stuff. And yeah, like so I guess uh, here's uh, one that I, I hadn't heard before. This is uh, Careless Whisper. Performed by Robin Adele Anderson with Dave Kaz on the uh, 
the instrument like drawing a blank on uh, the cello no it's the not trumpet it's the uh saxophone saxophone oh uh, yes it. careless yeah. whisper duh could not name the instrument for the life of me. <laughs> Here's another one that like there's a lot of them like there is uh they did actually did one this year of uh zombie from cranberries which is pretty good but that's kind of a little slow for it to just get like a little clip yeah. but uh, this I went with uh, a cover of feel good ink performed by Thea Megia. Yeah, they do uh, like some some songs. They do like the cover of where it's like you can hardly tell like right. it's a cover at all, of like the original song because it's changed. Like, oh, it went from a rock song to now it's like it's like a '30s jazz song or right. whatever. And like uh, "Down with the Sickness," I think they do for one of those two or something. Yeah, uh, I wonder if uh, Post- they, they did a uh, like they had like an anniversary one for uh, "Don't Stop Believing." from journey nice and it was an epic production that they put on like we're like rolling camera like people switching off like going throughout like this mansion and it's pretty fantastic i wonder if postmodern jukebox tours like what they do, do they, they actually do tour that'd be a lot of fun like i every that. time i go on the channel like i look like at the bottom like underneath they'll say oh here's our tour dates and okay. whatever yeah like i feel like they'd be really cool to see it like dakota jazz club and have dinner and some cocktails and yeah that'd be really cool uh I literally looked through my scrolling and what I played at Emma's and there's nothing, nothing good that I've oh, yeah. played lately. Yeah. Uh, I downloaded a new album by, uh, what's his face? Uh, I can't even remember right now. Uh, da, 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 da. I haven't listened to it yet, but by twin shadow, which I'm kind of excited to, he does a cover with, or he doesn't, he does a song with Haim in there. So I'm excited to hear that one. But, uh, yeah, I literally just downloaded that this afternoon. Whoa. When I was doing my list this afternoon, it's like, oh, you know what? I don't have a vinyl of like the L.A. Divine uh, from uh, I can't remember the name. I'd have to look at my. I use the one of their songs for in my uh, on my list coming up. Oh, okay, 
But uh, I picked up their uh, order their album on uh, vinyl on Amazon today because I was like, oh, I like this album. I should get it on vinyl so I can actually listen to it and have a different another because I I haven't bought anything on vinyl for a while. It's true. What did you, you should buy? You should buy Spoons because I heard that album's really I good. I thought about getting it on vinyl. My friend Andy just went to go see Spoon and Grizzly Bear at Surly Brewfield too, and uh, he said it was amazing. See, the thing is, I have to weigh like if like people are over. People probably don't want spoon playing, unfortunately. Yes not, not, no. They're, they're well, the people I know for unfortunately <laughs> the people <true>. that <laughs> we hang out with for the most part don't. It's true. Uh, but I think they'd be okay with having the LA Divine album playing. Cool. Uh well let's go on to some music. News. few things I skipped over, like uh, R. Kelly, he wrote a 19-minute song about the allegations against him and denies it all, but it all has to be true because he seems like a terrible person. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Uh, and also another one was uh, frickin' uh, Cardi B isn't going on tour with Bruno Mars because she doesn't want to leave her baby for like a f- half a leg of tour or some shit. But uh, I got some David Bowie news because I love David Bowie. Uh, The exhibition about David Bowie's music and art and creative journey has told through his personal archives. David Bowie is has officially closed after being hosted by 12 international cities over six years. Uh, But it's not entirely finished yet. Beginning this fall, a VR version of the exhibit will be available on smartphones, which I'm excited about because I didn't get to go to Chicago to see it when it came through. Uh, Users will be able to enter a series of audiovisual spaces and explore 3D scans of Bowie's memorabilia. Uh, They even will be able to step into some of his costumes and try them on. Uh, after its initial VR launch, David Bowie Is will undergo a redesign before it's available to all major VR platforms this spring. Uh, I'm kind of pumped with that because there's supposed to be a lot of really cool things at that exhibit. Uh, my mom didn't actually go into the exhibit, but she was at the Field Museum where it was or something, and she got me a T-shirt there. I was like, Mom, you could have seen so many cool <laughs> things. Uh, then also... David Bowie's first ever recording, long thought lost for good, has been discovered by a former bandmate in an old bread bin. Uh, the I Never Dreamed demo is expected to fetch $13,000 at an auction in September. Uh, primarily a saxophonist, 16-year-old Bowie was chosen to sing on the demo with his first band, The Conrads, in 1963. Uh, they released just a 12-second little clip of it here. So. Not great quality. Nope, it's a demo from 1963, and it's been in a bread bin for how many years? <laughs> but uh, I thought that was kind of cool, like something long lost. He's just like throwing away shit, open it up. Oh, hey, what? <clears throat> HBO has revealed a premiere date for the Flight of the Concords new live special, Flight of the Concords Live at the London Apollo, airs on Sunday, October 6th. Uh, the special is recorded at Eventon Apollo during Brett and Jerome Germain's uh, Flight of the Concords sing Flight of the Concords tour. The special will feature new material. Also, I'm cool. really excited for that. This is Bowie to Bowie. <laughs> there, uh, how are you doing out there? <laughs> they, I'm doing just fine, Bowie. Oh, that's I don't know, like they they're they're good. They are good. I re- I should probably watch like try get watch some of their episodes, but I don't know where I'd catch them. Besides, like, uh, uh, do you have an HBO Go or no? No. How, We'll just leave then, it at that. No, yeah. Uh, the, uh, but that they, answers my question, then. <laughs> they uh, uh, did a little announcement, like a 30-second announcement, and it's hilarious. Just like, we're here to announce our new thing. And then Jermaine on the side, he's like, aren't you supposed to say we're excited about it on that cue card? I We are excited. And I 
it's really good. You have to you have to watch it. I uh, did not know that. Like it turns out, like one of them was actually one of the vampires in. Yep, we are. Yeah. Yep. In the we are the shadows. Or, oh, I can't. Write. And I feel like they've done a lot of other thing, other things together yeah. too. That kind of whole crew from there. Uh, Tom Waits will appear in a Coen Brothers new film, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, as Variety reports. Originally reported it to be a six-part anthology series, the project has been evolved into a 132-minute feature film. It'll de- debut in Venice uh, at their film festival this summer and will arrive on Netflix and, th- and theaters later this year. Uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is not only Tom Waits' is not Tom Waits's only role this year. He will also appear in a true crime film called uh, The Old Man and the Gun with Robert Redford, Sissy Spacek, and Danny Glover. Wow. That'll be cool. Uh, now, Tom Waits, you just have to go on one more world tour so I can say I've seen you. That'd be awesome. But uh, yeah, Coen Brothers and Tom Waits, that is uh, like a, a perfect tie right there. That's going to be really cool. Uh, this past weekend, Target unveiled a new store in East Village of New York. Uh, it featured an entryway that was a recreation of the face... Face aid? Face aid? Is that how you say Facade. Facade, there we go, of CBGB. Uh, the iconic rock club that was located in the neighborhood in, from 1973 until its closure in 2006. Uh, the tribute drew a massive backlash from local residents as well as artists that performed in the club during the heyday. Now Target has issued an apology, apology for the installation, saying, We often host a one-day celebration that shows the neighborhood how excited we are to be part of the community. We sincerely apologize if some event goers felt it was not the best way to capture the spirit of the neighborhood. We always appreciate your guest feedback and we'll take into consideration for future planning. Uh, yeah, they basically took the exact how it looked in front of CBGBs. They had like the, the awning there that said CBGBs and some stuff, only they had TGTR or something or TG. T-R-G-T on yeah, the top Yeah, I can there. see and why people would be frustrated. Yeah, and especially because it's just a Target storefront, and yeah. I, oh, let's promote ourselves more. Yeah, yeah. That's what Target needs. And yeah, because CBGB, especially, uh, I guarantee people that lived in the neighborhood have been there forever, and that was one of their favorite watering holes, too. Like, yeah, I can see how that'd be a little... Yeah. Uh, then lastly, London Soul Collective Jungle have announced a new album called Forever. Uh, the follow-up to their 2014 self-titled album arrives September 14th, and they have also announced a slew of upcoming tour dates as well. Uh, I got to see them at Bonnaroo this summer, and uh, they're still as good as I saw them in 2014, or 15, whenever they toured here. And here is a clip of their new song, Happy Man, which would have been on my... I guess I've listened to something new. Yeah. Yeah, watching those guys perform live is really cool. It's two guys basically harmonizing throughout the entire show, and then they have two backup girls as well. And they both have synths and guitar. One has bass, one has guitar. Like, you have, like, two percussionists, the drummer, and another person doing, like, rhythm in the back. And it's just fascinating seeing them all come together and do that cool beat. Uh, But, yeah, that is Jungle, and the new album comes out September 14th. So check that out. Let's go into our weekly theme, unless you got something on the news. I don't have any news. All right. 
Hello, hello. It's time for our weekly theme. The theme for this week is story time. Part two? Yeah, part two. Part two or times two, whatever, sequel. Uh, basically, we are taking five songs and going to create a soundtrack out of it or like a story, tell you a story with our five songs. Uh, this is a fun one to do. I Mine went very seamlessly. How did yours go? Mine went okay. And then it's like I had these songs like, what order do I actually want to put them in? And I think I had to do, like I had sent you the list, and then I had you change it around, and like, and then like it was like, what do I want to end with? Like that's the big that was the big thing for my list is like, what do I actually like to try to pull together this story I was thinking of in my head? I was thinking like when credits roll in a movie kind of a thing for my last song uh, type of thing. Yeah, but. I I think I did that like last time, but for this time I like kind of wanted it to like really match the theme. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do we want to tell what our theme is, or do we want to figure it out at the end, or what are you thinking? Well, like it's just basically the story. I don't yeah. know. Like there's not a whole lot to like. I don't know. What is it's not the, a whole lot to spoil. It's just like your story. Yeah. What is your story then? So, in a world full <laughs> of superheroes. So, yeah, this is a, basically a, a movie that would be from the perspective of like a low tier hero, like street level. Okay. D- doesn't fight like giant supervillains that like convict be way more summon, epic than mine is. <laughs> he doesn't fight guys who like summon volcano or, sh- or shit. Like, he's just like, oh, he's just a small tier guy. And like, actually, most of the movie is not about him fighting crime. Like, he does fight crime. But most of it is off screen, except for like the parts, like the two things, scenes that you have to have on, in it. And basically, uh, so he's slightly stronger and faster than normal humans, fights lower tier criminals. But uh, for the most part, he also does not have a good view of heroes in general. Okay. Because he, he sees them out there, like trying to get in the spotlight and seeing them as like, and the public sees them as like beacons of hope and stuff like that. And people, they, some of them get sponsorships and stuff to get money. Uh, and the main character's name, just for the ease of the story, like it's not integral to the story, so we're just gonna call him <laughs> the hero. Is gonna be we're just gonna call him Fight Man. Hell yeah! So this is gonna be Fight God, Man. Yeah, you went so in depth, man. Yeah. Good job. So uh, this song is gonna be help show like his view of heroes, the his personal view of a hero. So this is Kill Your Heroes from AWOL Nation. <laughs> Didn't know they actually had a whole band there because uh, all I've ever heard is sailed by them, actually. Yeah. And like, basically, it's like he see pe- like people like see heroes like as a great thing. And he's like, well, like not don't actually go murder a hero, but like don't like see people as heroes like. And so like moving on. So now a big fight goes down in the city, capital C for city, because the city <laughs> does not have a name with massive property damage. And somehow fight man gets involved. And he manages to take out some super villain, Dr. Vindictive, Vindictive or something like that. A very high tier villain. Somebody who's like, you'd nor he would never fight or even win against. And everyone starts singing Fight Man's praises. 
Not something he really wanted. He was fine skulking it in the Little League. So he's actually kind of bummed about this. So, like, this is... Uh, he's now, like, the hero on the spotlight that he never wanted to be. So this is a uh, song for this one I went with is I Ain't the One from Spoon. Well, the world comes crashing, crumbling lies. Well, the day comes knocking and knocking on me. I ain't the one. No, I ain't the one. Definitely got to listen to Spoon's new album. And then uh, after that, like he, uh, so let me just make sure I'm in the right spot. Oh, yeah. So Fight Man is not sensible justice, and he knows this. Like he likes, he goes out and fights crime because it's fun. He likes to punch people in the face <laughs> and have them arrested. <laughs> it's just a fun thing. He, like he doesn't, like he also, he's, he's fine saving people, but like it's not what he got into it for. Like he, like he really is not a hero. Like it's not somebody like, and like he kind of like does not live like a good. Like he doesn't like, he doesn't have like a nice. He doesn't. He his parents weren't murdered or anything like that. It was like, oh, I'm gonna fight crime because I have powers and it's fun, and I like jumping building to building and stuff like that. So he tries to let he lets tries to let people know like his message is like and like uh how like he's not really what like everybody's like seeing him as but people ignore him and they think that he's being modest and humble and the sponsor deals just keep coming in and so this is a uh, ordinary idols as he's trying from cold war kids uh which is also from that out vinyl i was talking about earlier from the vinyl la divine mm-hmm. uh, where this is him trying to like tell people this and like they're just ignoring him So all this uh, as uh, all the press and people are calling him heroes and it's a pressure that just keeps pushing down on him. It's a spotlight he never wanted. Eventually it comes to a head though, as this extra attention draws out villains to gang up on him because like, and he is as like I, I said way at the beginning, he is not like a big tier hero. Like he's slightly above, he's slightly faster, stronger, all that stuff. And uh, so they all gang up on him and there's a lot more property damage. This time people <laughs> die that he can't save. <laughs> 
and he manages to barely like make it through the fight in the end and like the villains escape like he doesn't capture any of them uh and after this the public turns on him and like how could he fail them and so this is a uh, human from reagan bone man you believe cause I'm only human after all and you're only human after all don't put the blame on me don't put your blame on That's a good description yeah. song of what, you're, what just happened there. And then finally, so he's he's already crawled back and like he, his bruises are healing and like his cracked bones are like they heal fast or whatever. So now he is disliked by the public, no longer seen as a great hero. All his support gone. No more sponsorship deals are coming in. Uh, other heroes look down on him for failing. Uh, villains see him as small fry now. But in the end, this is fine. He is free of the burdens and of expectations that like, and he continues to fight crime on his level. Uh, fight man never fought crime for other people or because of dark past. In truth, it was because he just wanted to, and it's exciting for him. <laughs> so this is feel it still from Portugal. The man. To keep my hands on myself. I wish I would have uh, wanted to see them at Bonnaroo last year. Oh, yeah? Not this past year, but the one before that. I really didn't know anything about them, and that would have been a really cool show, not that I really like them. <laughs> uh, so I feel like uh, when we're in school and somebody just gave it an awesome, badass speech, and then I have to go after them. <laughs> so I think uh, we're going to do story time part three, and just to be story time with Carlos. How about that for next time? Because uh, that was pretty awesome. I, I don't have a backstory for like anything here. Uh, you don't have a fight man. <laughs> no, no, no fight man. Uh, I, I, You're just jealous that I came up with these you, great names. Did you listen to the sh- the last one last time we no. did this? Okay, I didn't either. But I'm pretty sure I just did your standard. Uh, uh, oh, I, I remember what we did though. Like it was like we both had bummer stories. I think mine ended with the guy just alone. major downfalls. Right, guy kept going to prison and then like at the he's at the end of his <laughs> life he's got fucking nothing. Yeah, I remember it just being dark or else like action packed and ended terribly or something. Uh, this time I'm like, I'm just going to write a love story then. Uh, so it, it makes sense and everything, but, uh, yeah, not, not as much depth there. Uh, I'll start it out with, uh, it's about a guy who meets a girl basically, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah. So you start the world alone 
uh, and you die alone, basically. So it has that little sadness, but it's only at the beginning. Uh, so basically, this is when you're born, and uh, you're always going to be looking for that other half, I guess, maybe something like that. We'll think it philosophically, kind of. So Trampled by Turtles Alone. Come into the world Credits rolling, maybe something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Would definitely fit for the credits, opening credits. But in between, that's the key word right there. Cause you and me. Oh. Oh. So I'll say that's uh. So that's the opening credits there. Uh, then we go into kind of just growing up. This song is, you, you have your failed loves and everything as in your adolescence and stuff. And this is going through your adolescence. This one just, this one describes me of me actually like growing up in my adolescence too. It just describes it. Uh, it's Smashing Pumpkins, 1979. It's just a feel of a summer song type of thing. A feel of growing up. I don't know. They captured that in an entire song perfectly with these ones. So, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that could be like, you'd start out with this guy, whatever, uh, it's a little story, backstory of him, and then it turns into a montage of all his failed relationships, maybe. Like, I could see that with that song in the background, then like, oh, yeah. shows him crying in a pillow or something. And then, But then he finds somebody, finally, and uh, it's basically the next part in the rom-com where they go on dates and everything, and uh, it's called uh, With a Girl Like You, and it's by the Trogs. Uh, well, normally in your rom-com, you'd have that situation where the guy does something stupid and he has to win back the girl. But no, we'll just say that they're going to get married and it's going to be a January wedding by the Avett brothers. Oh, that's a twist. Actually. That's a twist, right? Yeah, we don't need that bullshit. Uh, so yeah, they're going to get married. She's talking to me with her voice down so low I barely hear. 
I guess it goes into some darkness in that song. So, sure, yeah, maybe something bad does happen to the two in there. But then everything well, just... Well, I mean, they, they decided to have it theirs in January, which is also winter. Yeah, why? Why? This is an odd why? choice. Like, do they live, like, in Southern California or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, fine. that'd be the only time. Yeah, but here, no, no. Like, I oh, yeah, it. let's have it in the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> Everybody gets stuck there, though, and gets to drink all night then, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then the rest of the movie will be them living their lives. There'll be some sadness there. Maybe they have some kids. I don't freaking know. But, uh, hey, it's U2's The Sweetest Thing, so it'll be like a montage of their life going into the credits or something like that, you know? Bad when songs are at different levels, right? That's Matt's uh, romantic comedy or love story or something there. Completely different. I think uh, writing a, an epic tale like that, yeah. you can do a lot more in the in-between phases because you already know what happens in a love story, but I, yeah. I, I gave it a try. <laughs> well, like when I was doing mine, I was like, I was looking at the song Holding Out for a Hero. I was like, but I want the opposite of that. Right, right, right. Like, I don't think that's setting a good example for people. Yeah, it's, it's like, like expecting... Like, yours is almost like a, a kick-ass type of thing, but somebody who isn't... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, good job on... Actually, you've always been good at writing stories and everything, though, too. So, yeah, good job on that. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to add? Uh, no. Yeah, no. That, that was cool. Good job. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... I don't think we've done this. Uh, so these are how about songs that well, every time we hear them, we have to turn the volume up. Ooh, like, that's going to be dangerous because I'm going to crank it on my, my computer then too. <laughs> uh, well, I like well, that. Maybe, well, maybe we will have to instead like a crank it on our side. Let the, our listeners crank yeah, it on their go. side. Yeah, there we go. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, so the theme for our next show is songs you just have to crank up or something like that. Songs you have to... Turn up the noise. Turn. I, we might have done a turn to 11 theme before, but I don't remember. Nope, we're, we're starting fresh. Right. It's fine. So yeah, the theme for the next show is, yeah, we have to crank these songs up. 
Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join in the fun at blindninjastudios.com slash live. Uh, this show and all of our other ones are of are, are we going to have a Department of Defense next week? Uh, I think we're going to not. Okay, yeah. Like, probably not, because we're going to be this we're this probably week be when you're listening to this. Yeah, yeah we're going to be in, in Indiana at Gen Con, and uh, we're going to play a bunch of war games, and we'll be driving back that night. So I don't think there's going to be a Department of Defense, but you can catch us on the next week. Uh, this show and all of our other, other shows are available to stream on our on our website at blindnewsseries.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. If you just can't get enough of Soundwave or Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Do it. It's cool. Awesome. Uh, also, if you're shopping on Amazon, don't forget to stop by our homepage first. Click on that little Amazon link in the bottom and uh, do all your shopping like you normally do. When you check out, Amazon just kicks a little bit of money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything else. That's really cool, too. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnewsheroes.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks.